This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, and we've got the gang back together. You got me, Kevin Hagelin, Mike Bassick, Alec Medford, and returning today, the one the only Corey Majors. Corey, well, I was going to say how the heck have you been, but I guess I know how the heck you've been and not physically great, but maybe mentally great. Oh, I'm in a good space mentally right now, uh, except for the weather. I don't know if about y'all, but whenever the weather's gloomy like this, it's always like, oh, Does it bring on, you down? Man. Yeah, just a little bit. But everything else is really good right now. The Rangers are world champions still. I know I've been out for three days, but they're, that hasn't changed since, right? I mean, You're right. Uh, You're definitely right. Every person that I saw at Old 75 on Sunday night, it was, hey, you're a champion. Hey, you're, and everybody loves it. Like, everybody loves this ability to say that we're champions. Except for that one dude that was wearing a green shirt, and he was obviously an Eagles fan. I don't know what his baseball allegiance was, but he's not a champion. uh, Unless he's a Rangers fan. Are you talking about Grant Williams? Uh, It was some, no, that was a different guy in a green shirt. Uh, but yeah, man, it was, it's been, it's been tough. I will, I will say that much. It's been a, a tough uh, few days because I like this job a lot. I really like being here with you guys. I think y'all are a fun group to be around. Uh, we got Alec Medford in today. So that's nice to see too. And uh, I enjoy these experiences. I don't like being at home by myself, like in my bedroom. That's not my place. Adrian might like, love that. That is not what I love. So I like being around you guys, I guess. Oh, I mean, it's been going so that, well. Did that come out? I'm in a weird way. I'm really worried about you getting me sick <laughs> and like coughing like that. Doesn't help. I'm coughing into my but shirt. I don't know how you feel about this, Kevin. Have you had the flu shot? I'm immune to adult germs. Oh my god, only, you're sick every other week. Only on this. because of the baby. Those the are baby still gets me sick. Germs. No, he's a baby. <laughs> He's but I feel like adult. having, so if, if you were, who diagnosed you with the flu, Corey? Doctor. Okay. And so I just I, I've say had my rec- flu shot, so I don't know why I feel okay. so immune. I guess really getting the flu shot means, first of all, there's different strands. They try to take what they think is going to be the most common strand and make that into the shot. But um, I look at it and go, I feel like I'm immune to the flu, but I'm not really immune to it. It would just maybe be like a lesser Flu, yeah. I think getting the flu shot, it doesn't mean like I have defeated the flu with this shot, but I feel better that he has the flu and not st- some sort of stomach virus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, and I and I will say this for everybody out there uh, that was at the parade that I shook hands with and hugged, I was sick uh, then too. So just remember that I was sick then, I was sick at old 75. So yeah, I, I exposed a lot of people. I've been a super spreader, if you will, Kevin. Is oh, what, what I've been goodness. of late. But I, I just wanted to make sure I enjoyed all the fun, just like everybody else out there. All right. So, I and I'm glad, I, we're all glad that you were there for that. Now, you might scoff at 
the question I'm about to ask, but I'm going to ask it nonetheless. Are there any Giants players Scoff. that you fear, and where do the Cowboys hold major advantages? I Scoff. I feel like the second part of that question is probably going to take up more space, but I do <laughs> have to ask, maybe it's Kayvon Thibodeau. Are, th- are there any Giants players that you're concerned about? I know that team is not good. And this is the biggest spread of the NFL season. Um, at this moment, Kevin, I mean, I guess you're still kind of concerned about Saquon Barkley, right? Even though you know you can stack the line against him and do a lot of different things, he's still a guy that can explode for a big play. That's that, that's true. For some reason, I'm not as concerned about him just because what's going to be going on around him yeah. on Sunday. The dumpster and, fire offensive yeah, line. Yeah, and, and their quarterback. Yeah. And their... You don't think Danny's son can do it? It is not Danny DeVito's son mm. I that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. Is no, it's the Cheers. No, it's the no, Cheers. No. Cheers. Yeah, Perlman. Yeah, that's 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 the mom. Yeah, you're not even gonna be able to. I don't even. I have. I'm gonna be honest. I have no clue what this Danny DeVito, Tommy DeVito guy looks like. No clue where he came from. No clue where he was drafted. If he's 22 years old or 42 years old, I have not researched this this guy at all. You didn't all. think about that at any point? It's Do like- not care. Like, this is like playing a practice game on Sunday. I, honest to God, if I was the Giants, I would think about running the ball 100% of the snaps and see if that works. Why not? Danny DeVito's not going to be able to pass the ball. That is a proven fact. He mm-hmm. might have not even played football until last week. So just <laughs> he did hand, play football. Hand, he played college football. Where at? Syracuse Illinois. in Illinois. Yeah, he went to Illinois. Oh, there's no such thing as Syracuse, Illinois. It's Syracuse, New York. Syracuse <laughs> and Illinois. Oh, two places, yeah. No, I, I don't have many concerns about Tommy DeVito. Yeah. If he can throw the ball to Jalen Hyatt, I still feel pretty good about the Cowboys secondary. I really, I still feel really good about the Cowboys secondary against this team specifically, just because getting time to drop back and pass is very difficult. I understand what you're saying about Barkley. It's just that they, maybe they have that one play drawn up. They're like, we're going to get one play for 20 yards, you know? And that's, that's the one thing that kind of concerns me. Their offense doesn't concern me yet. Kayvon Thibodeau, Dexter Lawrence, uh, those guys those are up the front. two. Yeah, yeah. Those, that's about it. And I think this could be, I really do think this could be a really good game for Dak uh, to to help establish balance in this offense. And that's something that I'm really hoping that they can do. They can't. Cowboys can't run, and so that's that's a that's a problem that we have to we have to figure out. Because if you can run, you can pass. If you can pass, you can run. If you can do those things together and balance it out, it keeps the defense off balance. It's like Mike always says about pitchers. You're, if you go up there and you have two pitches and no out pitch, you're never going to get the guys out. You got to be able to get a couple of different things, and the Cowboys have to establish both of those. I don't mean establish the run like they did back in the in the early '90s, but you establish that you have to respect it just enough. And so that's the one thing that I think the Cowboys can do in the next two weeks is try to balance that out a little bit and really give themselves opportunities. Now, Kevin, does that mean that the Cowboys walk away from this? Because does the defense go and score forty points? Uh, it, it, or does the Cowboys offense control the clock and control and manage the game? So I, I'm i glad that we brought up the defensive players, specifically Thibodeau and Lawrence, because on offense, there are so many trends going into this game that lead me to kind of go, I, I'm not going to say practice game, because you already lost a game to maybe the worst team in football this year. 
But there are a lot of trends in this game that lead me to believe that it will be not competitive. Yeah. And let's start with their quarterback. <sighs> Who the hell is Tommy DeVito? And so Daniel Jones, and that's a whole other thing that they're going to have to deal with once the season's over, or quite frankly, maybe right now. He's out for the rest of the season, torn ACL. And so Tyrod Taylor is also on injured reserve with a ribs injury, if you were wondering what happened to him. So the the tandem they're going to go with is Tommy DeVito and Matt Barkley. So Matt Barkley is going to be the backup. So they're going to have two Barkleys in the backfield, potentially. I Maybe, but Barkley is going to serve as the backup to Tommy DeVito. And here is the issue with that. It is difficult enough being a rookie quarterback. Yes, mm-hmm. I think we would all agree oh, with sure. that. The Giants gave up eight sacks to the Raiders on Sunday. They are dead last in the NFL with 49 sacks allowed. And then go back to the very beginning of the season. What happened? They gave up seven sacks to the Cowboys, and five different players got in on it. Mm. And so, Corey, I think you're right when you talk about the offensive line. It's just been a disaster. And so now you're taking a rookie quarterback. You're taking what is obviously your third choice. Though something sometimes that can work out like it did with Dak. And you've got a very poor offensive line in front of him. That has the recipes for poor Tommy DeVito running for his life most of the day. Well, and that's but you said that's your one of your fears with this Cowboys defense is running quarterbacks. Yes, man, especially I'm on saying run 100 if you're a Giants offensive coordinator go we are putting in the Naval Academy offense this week. Yeah. <laughs> I think Tommy DeVito did you say he's at 36 3.6 yards per carry though? So in Oh, I did not whereas know that. Daniel Jones is averaging 5.2. So Tommy DeVito not much of a, a great runner like Daniel Jones is, which I'm sure when the Giants signed Daniel Jones to that big contract they were like we hope he has more rushing yards than passing yards. I mean I'm probably no <laughs> That's not a thing there. And then here's the other issue. Because I know you might be like, well, all right, the offensive line is struggling. Don't worry. They got some other weapons. All right, let's take a look at it. Darren Waller. Darren Waller is the team's leader in catches and receiving yards. He's on the injured reserve. Their kicker. Has he ever played yeah. 16 games? I, I know so. it's 17 I have to go now, back and but check, like, but I will he, look unfortunately, like he does get hurt. 10 is like a full season yeah. for him. Unfortunately, <laughs> he does get hurt quite a bit is their kicker, Graham Gano, injured reserve. Now I know you're like, well, how does their offense do? Not well. Mm. These stats are astonishing. The Giants are last in the NFL in scoring, right? They average 11.2 points per game. Think about this. They have scored fewer than 20 points in eight of their nine games and less than 10 in four. Five of them. Wow. So a little bit more than half the time, they score 10 or fewer points. And what happened the last time they played the Cowboys? They got shut out. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I'm I, not a player in this, obviously. You just crush a lot. So, <laughs> thank you. I like that and song. you are back. Is So I can be overconfident because this is what the Cowboys do. And I think this is the crux of the problem for the Cowboys is, for the most part, obviously that Arizona game throws it all for a loop. They beat up. On inferior teams. They need to beat the hell out of this one, man. And that's what they usually do. They, it's like they just have the to. other part. Oh no, that I mean that's a clear that's a clear discussion, a clear a clear point that they that's one of the reasons they wanted to keep this thing together. And then they said we gotta add to it and they added, but then they add and subtract with digs. You know, like they're like, We're yep. gonna make our defense better. Crap, he got hurt. 
Uh, we had at a position where we added this offseason. I think you feel like you added with Deron Bland and Jordan Lewis, where you're like, okay, we're, we have a little more depth there. But yeah, man, this is this is one of those games. This is a couple next couple of weeks should be a steamroll and an opportunity for the Cowboys to point out we are steamrolling everybody right now. And it is going to be a tough stretch. And then where Kevin, you said it was going to be a big tough stretch in the middle of the season or in the meat of their schedule. Yeah. Uh, but they need to get they need to stack that up real quick. Get out of the game early. That's what I'll be telling the guys. Look, man, let's get this thing done by halftime. Y'all can get some breaks as we get into a really tough part of our schedule. Because once they get to that, what, Sunday, Thursday action that's going to be happening in Thanksgiving, that's a tough time. So, guys, y'all want y'all want to get out of this a little early or y'all want to pad your stats? Y'all need to make the plays early in this game and get it taken care of. God, they, the Giants are bad, dude. They it, are just miserably bad. It is. I know I already said astonishing, but. Their offense has been so bad this year, and it's easy to understand why. So now they're rotating in another quarterback. Their top pass catcher is hurt. Their kicker is hurt. Their offensive line has been really, really poor this year. Their offense across the board struggles, struggles, struggles. So you brought up the potential for Dak to have a big game. Since the game against the 49ers, Dak has been rolling, all right? Season highs in passing yards in three straight games. So. Three weeks ago, season high. Then he topped it. Then he topped it again. He had 374 yards against Philly. In that span, eight touchdowns with just one interception. So if the Cowboys are not turning the ball over, I really am having a hard time picturing the Giants' path to victory. Mm. You know, because like usually you can be like, okay, but if the Cowboys aren't turning the ball over, I don't see how the Giants win this game. And the game's in Dallas or Arlington, sorry. And they've won 11 straight, I now I believe, which is the longest it's been for this franchise since 91, 92. Wow. So that's nice. It this does have the elements. That's something to hang your hat on, right? You played a pre-completely <sighs> healthy Giants team to start the year. No, hold on. You don't think that whenever you own something that you should puff your chest about it and hang your hat on it and say, look, man, this is our place. You don't come into our... That's something that I would be talking about every week. You don't come into our house and beat us. I do agree with that. I just would still like a key road win mixed in there. Oh, okay. You know no, I, I get that. I get that. But I, that's no, what, you're right. And that's, that would be another key for me to tell to my guys to be like, this is why we need home field advantage in the playoffs. Look at how good we are here. We need home field all the way through so we can take it to these people. That would be something that I would definitely be telling the guys on this team as we're growing this thing. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, key uh, a road win against a good team yes. needs to happen. Uh, but what's that for? For their confidence? For the fans? What does it really do? You know, honestly, I was going to say it should be for their confidence, but I know Micah said they came away with more confidence from the game. So maybe it is. Yeah, no, yeah, which is weird. Um, we know we lost. It's not I, a loss. It's a learn. We I have mean, three learns. I do understand. Five wins, three learns. I do understand what he's saying in the context of we went on the road against a really good team. We felt like we had an opportunity to win. I just, I guess I looked at it, and this is probably what the Cowboys have done to me over the years, where I'm like, yeah, no, I, I, I say all the same things. But then I'm like, but then you didn't win. <laughs> so, you know, like that's the little addendum I add yeah. on there. But look, if I want anybody to have confidence, it's the players on the team and Micah Parsons. Who cares about my confidence level? I don't have to go out there and play. Every time they lose like that, what do they say? We learned a lot about ourselves. Yes. And, we, and we'll get better from it. Yes. All right. Then get better from it. Show that it's not going to happen again. I will listen to that message all day long inside the season. 
when if they if it's a loss to end the season before the NFC Championship game, I probably don't want to hear about everything that they learned from that game. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 1053 the fan. Coming up next, NFL overreaction or reality. Next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's on the fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Don't forget, in the noon o'clock hour, we got an awesome giveaway. Cowboys fans for the game against New York in the 100 level. Tickets, a wow. pair of tickets in the 100 level. So stay tuned. So you can be in the 100 level. That's right. With a pair of tickets. That's right. Watching the game. That's right. The big game, if you will. Oh, my God. And that can be a moment where that you can share with one other person mm-hmm. and then 100,000 other people that are inside the stadium. Yes. You can make it as intimate as you want and not talk to the people around you. I mean, you could. Or you can celebrate with everybody around you as that game is happening. And if you want to tell people how much you spent, you can just make up a number. They don't need to know oh, that you want yeah. it for free. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Find out what they spent yes. and then say you spent a dollar less. Okay, that is not a bad strategy. All right, are you guys ready for some NFL overreaction or not? Yes. Okay, good. Because if you said no, <laughs> I was going to have to scramble for something different. My, my arm's sore today. Okay. All right, Corey, I will direct many of these questions at you and Medford. I don't know. You were throwing fastballs this morning, Mike. That's all I had left. <laughs> the, John Harbaugh says there's no doubt that the AFC North is the best division in football. Do you have any doubt that the AFC North is the best division in football? The AFC North? Yeah, because I think I'm inclined to agree with him. You think the you think the Steelers are a good team? Yeah, they're okay. But I think they might have the best coach in the NFL. I, I understand that. Well, or maybe the most mediocre coach in the NFL. Because, I don't know, maybe. I think, I think Mike Tomlin gets punished for how good he is at coaching. And they're like, hey, we're going to take this guy as your quarterback. And you're like, oh, can we do better? Nope. Uh, I would say because there is not a team that is very poor in the AFC North, because every every one of the teams has at least five wins. And every other division, you can pinpoint a team right where you're like that team is. AFC not good. East Patriots are two and seven. They stink. Broncos are three and five. Stink. Titans are three and five. Stink. And the NFC East Giants. Just talk about the Giants. Uh, Cardinals are one and eight. Bears are two and seven. Panthers are one and seven. So yeah. They are the best in what is not a great NFL right now. Oh, 
Okay. I, dude, we saw some sloppy football on Sunday. I agree. Even that Cowboys-Eagles game, which is between two of the better teams in the NFL, yeah. that had some issues. The, the, the Chiefs game over in the UK or in Germany, like that game was just bad. So like there were lots of things that were just sloppy on Sunday. I think the league is kind of, it's one of those leagues because they don't play preseason, and I'm not harping that I need preseason. It just takes a little bit longer for things to get going in the regular season. I... I wish I would ask Bobby to stick around for this next one. Overreaction or reality? Mike McCarthy is costing the Cowboys a Super Bowl. Overreaction. I think that's an overreaction. Okay. I think he's a. I mean, he's a better coach than Jason Garrett was. Um. I can walk you through the logic if you're interested. Yes, I would like to hear the logic here. All right. So you go back to that last sequence against Philadelphia, and a lot of the things end up getting placed on McCarthy's plate because people don't think he's good at situational football, right? I understand that. And so, for example, the Cowboys turned the ball over on downs twice. I, I have to admit, I was in support of going for it on fourth down. I know you can look back at the game and be like, well, if you could kick those field goals, like I understand all of that. But at the time, I thought that was the right move. And then he gets blamed for the penalty and the sack when you eventually get the ball up to the six-yard line. He gets blamed, blamed for the sack? Which is weird to when me. When the quarterback didn't throw the ball, get like, I know he got rushed and everything, but yeah. he the coach gets blamed for the sack. Because it goes back like this. And this is one of the things where you know how sometimes you set up a narrative and then you can move everything into yeah, that narrative? Yeah, yeah. So the narrative is Mike McCarthy is not good at situational football. Therefore, the Cowboys are not good at situational football. Dak takes a sack late in the game. Is it because Terrence Steele is poor? Situational football. Why didn't you get anyone to help him? Gotcha. Is it because Dak didn't throw the ball away? Situational football. Why didn't McCarthy say, hey, no matter what you do, you can't take a sack? Yeah. So, like, I think a lot of things just get folded into the idea. And I don't think the Cowboys are good at situational football. I don't know how you split up the blame along the way. Can I ask this question based off of this question you just asked? I'm back in. Arm, Arm has one more throw in it right now. Okay. What specific coaches would you have as the Cowboys coach this year that you know now that they are probably going to win the Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl? You know what? That's an interesting question because, you know, when you were talking about that, you know who I immediately think about that is also not good or wasn't good at situational football? One of the greatest coaches of all time, Andy Reid. Andy Reid could not manage a clock to save his life, and then Patrick Mahomes showed up and things got better. Mm-hmm. So, I... I, I see your What are you point. trying to say here? A guy that, like, has all the abilities and really understands the game, playing quarterback. Can help is a, is bail a you maker? out okay. of situations because, look. But I, you can't just go find the, no, the Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Kevin. that is true. And I, I, I'm not true. You can. I saw him on the first row of the Maverick game. Oh, okay. But <laughs> you, you could have just asked him, but like, hey, play, you got an off week. You want to go to Frisco right now? Do you, don't you have to, like, you've you got to go to the designer bin at the at the, yes. the Goodwill I mean, store and then say, hey. That ain't going to cut it either. Give you're, me Dak Prescott. You're, oh, my, oh, my goodness. Patrick Mahomes is way bigger than I think. Like, in person, he's a beast. He is. And Andy Reid is still a really good coach, but 
We all right. forgot about the time think, management issues yeah, once Mahomes yeah, And I do think he's up. better than Mike McCarthy. I think there's probably a good five to ten coaches better than Mike McCarthy. Maybe there's 15 coaches better than Mike McCarthy. But I just don't know if I add Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid, Bill Belichick. I, I don't know if you just put them as the coach of this team with the situation that they're in I'm like well they would be seven and one or eight no if they had this coach without a doubt maybe maybe they would maybe that's how bad Mike McCarthy is and I don't see it but I think he's a solid head coach I don't think he's great but I don't think he's below average overreaction or reality the Dolphins offense isn't elite until it beats a good team now there are some interesting numbers from this is the Dolphins are 0-3 against teams over 500. They are the AFC Cowboys. And you look at their offense regularly. They entered week nine averaging 34 points a game and 453 yards a game against teams over 500. They haven't scored more than 20 points in a game and they averaged 310 yards. Oh, man. So it takes a dramatic drop. That definitely is a dramatic drop. I think I think it's true. Okay. I, I I do not think that's an overreaction. I don't think so either. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm sad about that, but yeah. I, w- I, I, I would like to start with you on this, Mike, if we can, this next one. Overreaction or reality, the Baltimore Ravens are the best team in the AFC right now. <sighs> Arms tender. Um, I'll go with... Yes. Wow. So if the playoff started today, they'd get the bye. Kansas City, I don't know if they're going to figure out their horrible wide receiver situation. I, I think that there's been enough games now this year, and maybe this is how great Patrick Mahomes is, is it looks like teams have figured out. Dare them to throw. I know I'm going to go to a Mavericks analogy. Dare Maxi Kleba to make an open yeah. three. If he does and we lose, you know, if you're the other team, you lose. You live with Maxi Kleba shooting wide open threes rather than Luka going one-on-one or Kyrie going one-on-one. And I think what you do is you double and possibly even triple team Kelsey and you say, everybody else, your running backs, your wide receivers, we think they're all fourth wide receivers on NFL teams. We dare those fourth wide receivers to beat you. So right now I even though yesterday I said Kansas City because of just the faith in Patrick Mahomes, Buffalo is very inconsistent. You just mentioned Miami. Yep. I'm trying to think of somebody else. Who, uh, Cincinnati's interesting because they keep getting better. But and they feel like they're they're definitely coming up in the world. Yeah, so I guess, four game Corey, win yeah. I'll stop talking right now and I'll lean to yes, but it's not a confident yes. I, I think there are th- – three to four teams that you could definitely have that conversation with the chiefs obviously being one and i still will give mahomes the he's mahomes so i got that i think the jaguars are interesting considering they're four and oh on the road and they're on a five game win streak right now i do believe right now that's an interesting team for me oh uh knuckleballs to you mike but i think the ravens the ravens are just weird like you you don't know I don't know that Lamar Jackson is going to go out there and and just win all the games which way he's going to do it. You know, there's he has that tendency to fumble a ball. That you're like, what just happened, dude? And I, he has I, been passing better, I will it's, say that. He's a, he, he is a, it's a weird thing that he does, but they win games. So the Ravens at, at this point in the regular season are there, but I have the Jaguars in my top three in the AFC right now. And, I mean, they deserve it at the moment.
That's my guy. <sighs> what a day it's going to be. Two and two at home is still weird. So that's kind of is. Well, and a lot of people think is the UK their home. Is that what it is? Which, where, oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that is the case. I do think. Could the you UK imagine is their if home. they did that, played their playoff game <laughs> in Europe? That, and it, is it at 830 in the morning? Would, would Jerry salivate? That's our advantage. Would he salivate or would he be like, no way? Oh, yeah. No, I, I think he likes the idea of taking over another TV time slot. Absolutely. For the first time over reaction or reality, for the first time in 19 years, the NFC East will have a repeat champion. I, I think, yeah, there's no way. I don't think, I don't see the Eagles losing very soon. I mean, they have they have a couple of opponents that are uh, that are going to be tough. They're they got to the start Chiefs. Their tough schedule. They got the Eagles. They got the Niners, and they got to get the Cowboys again. And don't I mean sleep on the Seahawks at this moment? But the way that they're playing, I just don't see them losing enough for the Cowboys to usurp them. And it, Washington won't either. I'm with you unless understand where I'm coming from here. Hypothetical, not goofing off, but just if Jalen Hurts' legs are messed up. And he has to miss the majority of the second half of the season because of injury. I think that opens the door for Dallas. But if Jalen Hurts is able to fight through what he's going through right now, he has an yeah. off week and he gets healthier as the season goes. And what I mean by that is he just feels better about running the ball and being more of Jalen Hurts than we saw on Sunday afternoon, then it's over. But if Jalen Hurts has to miss four games let's say this year yeah, because he's you. trying to to help out the injuries that he has on his lower half then that opens the door for the Cowboys and then my last overreaction or reality for you is is CJ Stroud already a top 15 quarterback in the NFL and maybe higher yeah now I don't think that's an overreaction at all I'm loving I'm loving watching him play how the- high uh, he was four on the power rankings. Wow, that I seems thought that was too he high was a, for me. Ahead of Mahomes, Mahomes I'll put him in the was top five. ten right now. I'll put him in the top ten right now. I mean, I think he makes big league throws. I don't think he he crushes under a lot of the pressure that's going on around him. For sure, I think he has great confidence in what they're doing offensively. And I think the even better is I think when they brought him in, they didn't say, "Hey, here's your system, learn it." They said, "Hey, you're the system. We're going to build around you. We're going to do things you like to do." And we're going to learn from you. And that's what I think they're utilizing him the way you should utilize a rookie quarterback. Find out what they are in college and say, I'm going to keep growing that vein of it and we'll add to it as we go along. But we're going to do what you do best. I'll put him in the top 12. Okay. Okay. Uh, here's he did have a bad game against Carolina the week before and lost. Yeah, that's true. So I, I do think he's going to be here pretty soon. Uh, easy top eight quarterback in the NFL. Okay. Uh, which means you can win a championship with that guy, right? I mean, that's kind I agree. of... I agree. No, I'm not saying next year Houston's going to win a championship. I but what you. I'm saying is, is I do think it, right now I'm leaning towards over the next 12 years, Houston has a chance to win it all because it looks like they drafted a franchise-changing quarterback. But right now, I'll put him right around 12. That gives you... I'm in the power rankings. That puts him 10, 11, and 12 right now are Herbert, Lawrence, and Goff are what they have in power ranking okay. your 10, 11, and 12. Now, they have Stroud at four, but I will put him in that, that is, category yeah, of that those guys. Dense. And if you missed it this last week, 30 of 42, 480 yards passing with five touchdowns. Is that good? Yes. It might have been the best rookie quarterback game in history. 
We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Well, he's got Noah Brown. All he has to do is throw it up to that guy. Yeah, we all knew that whenever Noah Brown was here. If, Did we? Yeah. Are we sure? Do you not remember You just put times? some arc on the ball, right? Mm. What if do you call that? Touchdown ball. Noah's arc. Yeah. Get it? I do. Thanks. Coming up next, <laughs> we're supposed to hear from Mike McCarthy, but also maybe a little mini Masterpiece Theater. I went to the Iron Claw world premiere last night. Who did I get to meet? And are you stoked Who else did you see? for this movie? Let's talk about it. All of it next right here. on We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Five through the fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. We'll hear from Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy in just a minute, but... Before we get to that, last night, got to go to a world premiere movie. So perhaps it's time for a little bit of Masterpiece Theater. Sounds good to me. It's my Mike Maddox. Yes. Put the mustache and put your hand on the shoulder. Pitch better. Yeah. So I got to go to the world premiere of The Iron Claw last night. Oh, man. Is this this a spinoff of uh, Iron Eagle? No. Oh, man. Look. I'm not going to lie. Where he puts in the video uh, tape, and then uh, what's that guy starts talking to him while he's in the yes. F-16 or 14 or whatever Lewis plane that Gossett was. Jr. is talking to him, and he's like, got to give him a pep talk and stuff. Is I thought the, the happening was fantastic. <laughs> my favorite part is my wife was there when she listened to someone chastise other fans because there was like a red carpet or a green carpet out there. And Zach Efron showed up, and people were like, oh, my God, it's Zach Efron. He was there like, last night yeah. at, the, the, oh, at yeah. the event? Yeah. Was he drinking water? Uh, I did not see did him. Did he have shoes on? He did. Oh, he loves to ground. A- and he was playing Kevin Von Erich, yeah. who did not wear shoes. But so when he's out there, people are like, oh, my God, Zach Efron. This lady yelled at all the people. And it was like, do you know anything about the Von Erichs? That's what this event is about. Oh, my and- God. <laughs> I thought it was it was surprisingly aggressive for that, and then people stopped yelling, oh, my God, Zac Efron. Dude, was he as handsome as he is in the movie? He is very handsome. He's also short. Short, yeah. Most 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 actors are short. Is, is that they right? They shoot him with an up, up angle uh, okay. or straight on. Okay. Like, look at Tom Cruise. Yeah. You ever see that picture of him and Cameron Diaz next to each other? It's like Aaron Judge next, standing next to Altuve. Oh, my God. Sports. Wow. Um, Just made it a sports segment. Yeah, Danny DeVito's really short. Thank you. That's true. Thank you very, very much. And it was really great because I got to talk with Kevin Monarch. I got to talk with his sons, Ross and Marshall. They said hello. Did the, Did you ask about Hawaii and if I can still come stay? I did. And Invite still open? It is still available. They did move to, they moved to Texas. Oh, but okay. But they kept... The Von Eric compound in Hawaii. Nice. Hope everything's good there. I'm really curious if any if people are interested in seeing this movie. Like the trailer came out. I thought it was awesome. So I want to know is 
Does this movie have appeal not only in Texas, but nationally do people know the Von Erich story? They're huge. If you're like a wrestling fan, they're a big deal. If you live in Texas, they're a big deal. Will this translate everywhere? Well, I mean, you just brought up, I don't know if it's going to translate everywhere, but you just brought up if you're a wrestling fan. Yep. And that I think that's a significant, like that's a significant thing because the WWE is pretty big. Sure. And AEW's added to that. Sure. I mean, the WWE right now has 13 and a half million followers on Twitter. And, and I know, know they're huge on social media. And I know they, they've had to add like the Pauls to everything to get eyeballs. But even still, like it's it's been a big thing for a lot of people. There are a lot of emotions mixed up in this. So, yeah, I think it has a pill across the country. And and then locally, for sure, my dad's going to want to see it. You know, there are lots of family members. My uncle's going to want to see it. I know that because w- that was what I was brought up on was the sure. Von Eric family. From the 214, I want to see this movie with you, Kevin. I mean, we could probably figure something out. And from the 817, I'm excited to see it, but don't know if I'm ready to get my heart broken. I will tell you this. My wife loved the movie, and it definitely made her cry. Oh, really? Yeah. And the person I was sitting right next to was like, hey, so, like, does bad stuff happen to these people? And he, like, actively didn't know about... All of the backstory with Von Eric. And when I was growing up and that happened, Kevin, my parents did a lot to hide those things. Like, they, you sure. know, they'd say what sure. they'd say, but there was a lot of like, how do I tell an eight, 10 year old kid this stuff, you know? So that was, that was where I'm still not very clear on a lot of the things that happen. Right. I've heard the legends, but I never really pursued. I think actually I did. When I met uh, uh, Marshall and Ross, I went I went deep into it, and yeah. that's when I learned a lot more about it and was like, oh, wow. And I think they're two wonderful people, by the way. So if, if you ever get a chance to meet them, they're, they're really great They dudes. might be back up here sooner rather than later. All right. And also another person out there, and somebody just brought this up, they think that that's why they cast two big people in two of the big roles with Zac Efron as Kevin Von Eric. And Jeremy Allen White, who I feel like most people probably know from The Bear. Yeah. He played Carrie Von Eric. I got to meet and have a conversation with Jeremy Allen White. Are you serious? He was, yeah. He Dude, was a. I'm actually jealous of that. He was a I'm super really jealous. nice guy. And I didn't want to like beat him down, but. With the bear stuff? Yo, I saw him and nobody was like. Nobody was talking to him? Somebody just left him alone, and I was like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. I just wanted to say I thought you did a hell of a job in the movie, and he was like, oh, really? Thank you. And then we started talking about the bear for just a minute, and I bounced out of his way. So it, we just chatted for like two minutes. Did you ask him if on set of the bear is as anxiety-driven as it is when we're watching it? I didn't. Because it I, is, man. I also repressed my desire to leave Nerd and be out. like, yes, chef. Gotcha. Uh, but, so I was like, don't do that. I'm sure he gets that all the time, and it's going to beat him down. And so also, he was also in Shameless too. Uh, okay, see, I don't the Showtime show. Yep. I never saw that. Check it out; it's All pretty right. good. From the four six nine, I'm not a wrestling fan, but I want to see the movie. I did like the show Heels, but I never watched Wrestling Live, and that's one of the things that I think this will maybe appeal to non wrestling fans in a sort of way more than wrestling fans because of the drama aspect. Of How it. much inaction wrestling do you think there is in the two hours and ten minutes? Um. 20, 25 minutes. There's like a decent, there's a pretty decent amount. Okay, so there's some action in it too. All right. And then they recreated like the Sportatorium. And if you are a wrestling fan and you want to see some of their recreations and costumes and everything like that, 
it is it's a trip that part is super super fun and then what was really cool is i got to go up to the fancy part of the theater is they were like if you have a gold wristband you can go up to the fancy part of the texas theater and i was like great i get a gold wristband and i went up there all right i have a stupid question about yeah it. I've never been to the Texas Theater. Literally, I live very close You're to like there. a mile away. I've never been inside. Do they have anything in there that represents like Lee Harvey Oswald? I didn't see it, but they had also put up a lot of Von Erich stuff like kind of over the permanent okay. fixtures. So I did not like, see anything, but I also wasn't looking for like it. Like the other day, I was driving my daughter and her two friends to the bus stop to go back to Austin. And we drove by where it's like, this is where Lee Harvey Oswald, like it's like, it's not really a museum. It's where he was living at the time of killing Kennedy. And so I didn't know as we have the sixth floor museum, we have, hey, you can see where he slept, you know, like where he was renting a room at this house. And I was just wondering does the Texas theater do anything there? I, you know what? I have to admit, I wasn't looking for it. I didn't see it, though, either, so I'm not sure. From the 682, I love wrestling. I'm a fan of the Von Erich family. It's still real to me, damn it. Uh, from the 214, I read the only bad part was the casting of Ric Flair. Man, they did such a great job with so many of those people who they cast. The Ric Flair one? Not my favorite. Should they have just cast Ric Flair and it would have been better? I mean, he'll do anything for money, so... <laughs> I don't um, think they could have, right? They'd be like, why is he 80 years old? He was only like 40 in this. Yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of CGI. <laughs> I, okay, that's awesome. Because you really thought there was going to be more to it than that. Have but, I? I think I, think you, I have, too. I think too. you have, too. In yeah. Rogue One, yeah. there's a lot of CGI. I think we've seen a lot yeah. of CGI. I think there's, he's telling the truth. Yeah. But at some point, hopefully we'll have... Marshall and Ross up there, you would have loved the top part of the theater, the gold bracelet part, is because it was catered by Whataburger. Oh, are you kidding yeah. me? It's a Whataburger. I this know. Morning. It's Jeez. ever and then they had the fancy people bottled water. So like downstairs you get your plastic bottle of water, which of course I'm all about. Upstairs they had the glass bottles of water. And Whataburger. And Whataburger, which How classy is that? I mean, man? that is awesome. You would have loved it, Corey. My favorite thing about Whataburger is they got everything you want. And it's right there. Oh, yeah. It's always right there. Waterburger's always right there. I saw people who were going back into the theater just taking sandwiches to go back into the theater, and I thought, that is not a bad strategy What do you get from Waterburger, Mike? Well, my favorite thing is a seasonal burger, but it's not, I don't say seasonal. They take it in and out of the menu. Uh I know, it's a little bit of the competition there, is the A1 Thick and Hearty. (sighs) So, but if they don't have that, I'm going with the uh, bacon cheese. Oh, yeah. The multiple people are pointing this out. I didn't see it in the theater we were in from the 254. I did some work at the theater. They have some signs up and a sign on the chair where he was sitting when he was hiding there. And from the 469, I believe the Texas theater has the seat where he got busted. And so that is marked. Okay. I did not see that in our theater. But again, there's two I theaters admit, in there. I think so. Yeah. And I wasn't looking like I wasn't thinking about that because it was crazy. There were so many TV cameras and everything out there. I had a really fun time at the that, event. That does sound like a fun thing to go do, man. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. I'm and then happy we went to the after party, and that's where we met Efron and Jeremy Allen White. And you met people. Zach Efron? Yes, I met Zach Efron did as you well. Ask him what it was like to work with Rose Byrne. No, I didn't. You know what, Corey? I wish I would have gotten a list of questions for you specifically yeah next time just shoot me some questions because i have some stuff i want to know 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.